Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, uh, welcome back to another episode of Bands, Beers, and Buzzwords, the show where you talk about your favorite music, and I try to get you drunk doing so. But not this episode. But not, not this today. episode. Not too drunk. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. No. We should call this, what, Bands, Cold Brew, or Hot Brew, and Buzzwords, because I'm just drinking coffee, dog. Yeah, Straight exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's a yeah. little story behind this. This is a, uh, a redo of this very same episode, which has already been recorded, but we'll get into that a little bit later. I'm your host, John Paglisodi, and I have with me here today, uh, Mr. Jordan Barclay. How are you doing, sir? Doing great. Thanks for having me on, dude. It's it's really nice to you know be here and talk about an album that's not really that good, but I want to talk about it anyways. <laughs> well, I certainly enjoyed it, at least parts of it. Um, I'm excited to talk about it, too, because it's certainly uh, mixing it up a little bit in terms of uh, musical genres on the show. But um, before we go much further, I do want to shout out um, Redefining Records. Uh, this is a podcast in the Redefining Records uh, family ecosystem, whatever you want to call it. That's so, your label, um, right? That is the label. And they like redefine records. They redefine records. That's redefining, redefining records. <laughs> made it. Um, so go onto Instagram right now and follow them, Redefining Records. Uh, they're going to be posting updates for this show as well as updates for Andrew's show, the sister pod to this one, uh, Sounds on Thought, as well as other fun stuff, uh, you know, album reviews and whatever. Uh, follow- I should check out Andrew's podcast as well, right? You should, yeah. Should. So- Sounds on Thought um, is uh, kind of similar to this one. It's about an hour long pod uh, where Andrew has uh, like indie musicians come on, but they talk about their music. Gotcha. Um, so this is very, you know, definitely you're not talking about your music. Nah. You're talking about futures, futures music. music. Um, so check that out. Uh, follow me too, Delta Dagger Music on Instagram. I post my music stuff on there, but also a little bit of personal stuff, music memes, and uh, you know, wait, you post memes? Yeah, I posted one this morning. Did you Did you see it? Or late <laughs> wait, last is it on night, the Delta actually. Dagger like uh, Insta channel or? Insta, it was on my story. On your Insta story? I haven't seen the meme yet. It's pretty good. Okay. It has to do with Tool. It was like oh, a low-key. Of, of course it does. Low-key low Tool meme. <laughs> Man. Um, so follow me there for updates for the pod. Um, and then, of course, follow this pod on on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are. Jordan, do you want to shout out a couple uh, socials real quick? Socials like my socials? Yeah. I mean, first of all, listen. you better listen to that Delta Dagger EP and the LP on Spotify, right? It's all oh, yeah. math gawky and amazing and shit. Like, dude, I really like that LP a lot. Um, I am going to shout out my channels now. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm mostly a YouTuber. I talk about books most of the time now, so if you all just want to hear my thoughts about some recent books i've read and just some memes i do memes and stuff in general as well um i got a jordan barclay youtube channel i also have a band camp called vedison veteran where i make um christian crunk core on top of uh folk emo and drum and bass it's basically hyper pop but you know not well produced so yeah if y'all want to check that out vedison veterans my band camp and um yeah, that's basically the only two plugs I want to give. Is that good enough? That's perfect. Sweet. Let's jump into music news. It's like the Eric Andre theme. Right. Music news. All right. Today in uh, late breaking music news, I realized actually because these these podcasts come out like six to eight weeks after they're recorded so the music news is a little bit 
uh, it this, has to be a little bit tongue in cheek. This meme will be so dead by the time it. I mean, it comes out. <laughs> I don't even know if it's called a meme. I mean, this piece of news. Oh well, we'll see. This we'll see. News. This is like necro memery. Yeah, I mean proto proto meme, I guess. But I think the book will do well enough that'll still be relevant, though. Yeah, exactly. Wait, I shouldn't know the news yet. My B. Sorry. <laughs> I still remember. Right. Okay. Yeah, we have to pretend a little bit. All here. right. Um, so in music news, Barack Obama is um, promoting his new book. I feel like this is his like fourth or fifth like autobiography or memoir. This is like his written. main memoir about his time like in the White House, actually. So oh, I see. The ones before were like letters, letters from my father where he talks about his relationship with his dad and like his basic political manifesto. Um, before his election, this is like the first one about like here was my time at the White House. I haven't opened a page of it yet, but uh, this is just I, the what, Amazon what was it, what was uh, what was Audacity of Hope about? Audacity of Hope. I think that was like his um, time, like his like basically like political beliefs. Okay. I'm not entirely sure about the memory of that. I just know, I like letters from my father was like the one before he was even considered to run for president in 2008 and then yeah audacity of hope you said yeah that was, was the one that came a little later i think that was later it's okay. that that was like the only that was like the first one i heard of and it's kind mm-hmm. of the only one i really like know of i thought that was just his like general right. memoirs but then he has this mm-hmm. but it makes sense so this is his time in the white house yeah. um i know he talks about uh some like drone strikes and some controversial <laughs> stuff yeah, i've, I've yeah. seen some excerpts from this book it, he talking about how he was like pretending to be a marxist so he could like get laid in college and stuff it was wait oh my god like back in occidental college yeah he, he was why talking do you need about, to pretend um, to be a marxist like <laughs> because he's obama bro. that's okay fair fair <laughs> but like occidental you can get laid by anyone oh, well that's that's demeaning <laughs> that's really demeaning um <laughs> Sorry, like, you don't need to be a Marxist to get laid at Occidental. I don't think, from what I know. I, w- I wouldn't imagine so. I mean, it's definitely a very left-leaning school. I love the college. They have an amazing basketball court. Um, but, yeah, you can just be, like, a left-leaning, like... Bur- you can be a... Like, if you're a Bernie bro, you can smash whatever. But Marxist level... You know, I guess that works more in your favor. I can see sure. where he's coming from. Sure. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was funny to see that. And he was talking about reading, uh, like... Uh, Foucault, 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 Foucault. Is this like a communist I'm supposed to know of? No, he was, okay. he's like a, like philosopher type guy. He okay. was talking about like the, like how like society is a prison essentially. Like yeah. we like live in a big prison. He's cool. like, we live in a society essentially. The we live in a society guy. He was that kind of guy. Bro, so, oh, so one of the Ted Kaczynski type of guys that don't right. blow up people. Yeah. He didn't cool. blow anyone up. That's so he's good. not legit. He's not legit. Oh like, he no. Didn't, he didn't. No, he's, he's okay. fucking fake. He's a poser. Um, but the news I wanted to talk about, uh, Barack Obama, in accompaniment with his new book, sort of to promote it, he released oh this God. playlist. Um, uh, and this is a music pod, so I figure we talk about his playlist. Um, Look, I mean, we already did talk about this did. before, so I don't want to repeat the same things I said. Um, <laughs> but he, it's just in general, like every year Obama like releases like his favorite books, his favorite songs, favorite albums, and they're nine times out of ten, absolute fire. Like. He's got, he represents um, underground rap artists. I remember like Chica, he remember, he mentioned in his like campaign speech before this playlist, it was like this 22-year-old Alabama girl no one really knew of. And like that, that was so respectful. But my God, this one is just trash, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I, like I'm glad he has like some good like Jay-Z, Beyonce, um, 
Beatles songs, but um, my God, like his, could he not like spice up the jazz section a little more? Yeah. It's like the most generic jazz section. He and Coltrane, my favorite things, Miles Davis, Freddie Freeloader. He, I mean, it's, I mean they're it's, all legends, of course. But yeah, still, but it's, at the it's same, all just kind of like the like he just went to like the YouTube Spotify jazz YouTube, album. Yeah, like most popular jazz album to write a book about drone strikes too. Yeah, he has, he has a Eminem lose yourself. Dude, no. I, I mean, I didn't that's that that made me just that infuriated me, man. Of all the hip hop, of all the like and this is the thing. He could have um this playlist is going to reach out to such an expansive audience of all ethnicities, of all cases, of all cultures. He could have chosen any rap song to really like, you know, given more publicity to. But the one he does is the 8 Mile the yeah. 8 Mile song. Yeah. Come on. That movie is literally about like Eminem being better than every other black rapper. Like, <laughs> uh, it's okay. I mean, no, mad respect to Eminem, one of the greatest. I'm not going to diss on him by he, any means. No, he is. But he, it's like it's he, it's fun to hate on him. Such like, a corny he, pick. Yeah. It, yeah, it it's funny. Like this is like the list of uh, like approved songs that like when you're you're like uh, like HR department is doing a presentation mm-hmm. at like the big corporate office. Like this is the list of songs they're allowed to choose from. Right. You know. Yeah. It's like that's very much what you'll it feels see these like. on like ESPN promo like p- hype video hype yeah. commercials. I guess so. exactly. Anyways, but I did feel like the I know it's kind of tongue in cheek and corny, but the Michelle. The Beatles machine <laughs> for his wife. For his wife. That's so cute. It's I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 it was sweet. It was yeah. sweet. Yeah. Anyway. Yo, hold up. Hold up. Real quick. Before we continue, I am sipping this coffee out of a Delta Dagger mug. Do you have these like in merch? I do actually. So I, don't you pr- can, I don't promote my merch enough. You've got to promote your merch on here. Dude, this mug is super nice. It's like got a nice lot of cool mugs. colors. And They're actually very good. Mm-hmm. Um, If you go on my Instagram... Or just go to my website, bro, deltadagger.com. There's a link. Uh, I think it says, like, like, like Delta Dagger Drip or some shit like that. So just, like... DDD? Exactly. Delta Click. Dagger Drip? This show is BBB. That's DDD. DDD. I like nice. my alliteration. So nice. get on there. Uh, it'll take you to a, a threadless page, and you can, like, trick out customized mugs throw pillows t-shirts uh fucking throw pillows yes i've actually a bought one. Throw you can get a delta dagger throw pillow i oh. actually sent one to um i don't know if you watch uh uh specter sound studios on youtube he's like a yet. he's like a, this old dude who mixes metal okay um and he's like from canada and he like moved to la and okay, cool. he like did this thing where he was like i moved to la um i like lost a bunch of weight too like i need new clothes basically i like gave away a bunch of shit that i had in canada i like need new wardrobe so send me band shirts like send me your band shirts i will like show them mm-hmm. to the audience and like wear them on camera and shit so i sent him a delta dagger shirt and a throw pillow and he like opened it on camera and was like what the- oh it's a throw pillow oh my god he was like so- <laughs> nice nice <laughs> so I've, I've seen them they're actually really nice pillows Good stuff. have you felt it yourself is it soft no i haven't touched it i oh, just man. saw him open it and I mean, he did really he say it, it was he, okay? He liked he really it. liked it. Okay, and he's he's kind of a he's kind of a dick. Like, okay, he's kind of an asshole. So he's if hard he to like is if he's like this isn't absolute shit. Like that's the biggest compliment ever. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Good stuff. I was hyped, man. Nice. So um, l- let's dive into it, man. We've uh we've beaten around the bush enough here. What yeah. uh what album are you doing? Yo, today? we are talking about the greatest album ever made in existence. It's the 2014 album by the artist Future. Honest. Um, it came out, I think, two years before DS2. There were a few mixtapes in between. 
Um, but Arnest was really the one that I picked because it just entered the hardest, had a nice versatility of sound. He sounds like an auto-tuned whale that's just gone wrong. It's su- such muddled production, but it really, like, I don't know. I just like it, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's the album about how he's super honest and faithful to his wife the same year he cheated on his wife. So not a good human being. No, let's not support um, him. So yeah, let's talk about him on a podcast. So let's, let's go. do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's interesting. You bring up that it's an album about how honesty is the same year that he cheated on his wife. Yeah. I definitely got a sense from this album of of kind of a duality, right? Too. Um, do you want to speak on that? I mean, they were so, like, it's. I think it's broken up into a few sections. Like the first. I only give a shit about the first six songs. I think there are 18 tracks on this album. Am I right? 18? 18. 18? Yeah, the only care about the first six ones. Um, and a few at the end. But like the first six ones are like the party anthems, like straight up. Um, it's the ones that just go hard. You have a good time. Move that dope. Look ahead. T-shirt. My mama. Um, honest. Um, what else? Yeah, like those I are the good ones. I one is kind of, it's that's kind of the transition one when it gets a little softer. It, and it's yeah. like more melodic. And then like... Man, like then it like just gets all. Then he switches tones up and be, gets into like his more soft spot. Soft boy, because it's right after the Kanye one. There's the one with Drake is never satisfied. Yeah, so, like, true, you can, you can, true. You can already see mm-hmm. where it's going from there. And like Drake writes like the sad boy lyrics. He's like the emo rapper of. He's like the emo boy of the rap community. So exactly. Yeah. Then he gets all in his feels. Man, <laughs> I really listened to this album. I was listening to this album on the way back. Yo, you you sh- like? Do you remember Blood, Sweat, and Tears? That song, it is so cheesy, man. Blood it's like these. It's just like strings in the background. Yeah, Blood. it's yeah. My my Sweat. note on that one is that there's uh like like a, if there's like a guitar riff on it. Right. I was almost getting sort of like throwback vibes from it to like a slightly earlier era. The thing is, I wrote um like throwback Kid Cudi style, but I crossed that out and rewrote it for a, a later song because I thought it was way more fitting uh, okay for, for sure for track 14 side effects okay uh, i don't it, remember that one at all it's like uh it, it was kind of a throwback tune sounding to me okay it's like it's like um yeah the last few songs did get very throwbacky yeah um, it reminded me of like high school prom or something <laughs> right like right. So, you know um which is cool and and to an extent i mean like like i graduated high school in 2013 this was 2014 so it's like not really that much of a throwback if mm-hmm. you really think about it, which I think speaks to the rest of the album yeah. and how forward-thinking it is. Right. I mean, it was very forward-thinking, but it was still in like his experimental stage. Um, he didn't really figure out his whole sound until like two years later when all the critics were just like, yo, what is this whale calling, like R&B type shit? Just talk about drugs, money, and weed. And he's like... I mean, drugs, money, and women. He's like, I, I'm just going to talk about drugs, money, and women for the rest of my life. So, <laughs> but yeah, this album is like a little more like straight up, like with regards to himself, as cheesy as it is, a little more honest, like to himself. So, I respect that. Yo, you ever watched that movie, um, Keanu? Have you heard of it? With uh, Key and Peele? Yeah, the Key and Peele movie. I never saw it. Oh, man. It's such, I mean, they have like, they use the soundtrack a good bit actually oh, really? in the album. So, that was one of my favorite memories going to the theaters and just seeing Key. It was such an underrated movie too. Like, obviously not as good as like Get Out and Us, but it's a Key and Peele skit that's two hours long, and yeah, it's got on. It's got future all over it. I was gonna say, um, 
I'm yeah, gonna how many stop buzzwords? you here. I need, have you, like eight buzzwords at least right you've, now. You've hit one for sure, which was recite lyrics. And I feel bad because on the last couple guests, I've had mentioned a movie soundtrack as one of them, but I actually took that off for you, so you oh, you dang. missed that one. Um, but yeah, recite lyrics. Um, this is probably a good point to uh, intro the game here. Basically, the way the game works is I have twenty buzzwords, phrases, uh, things like that here that if Jordan says them, he's going to have to take a drink. Of coffee. Um, of coffee. Yes, yeah. we're doing this sober. We'll, we'll have to tell the story of the last recording session. Here no, of course. Let's do it after. Like, yeah. Just after, yeah <laughs> we right need here. to reveal what we're talking they need, about. They need to know why. Um, so he has to take a drink. Um, I'm going to try and bait him into some of these things. He doesn't know what they are. He knows what some of them are. Cause we some of them, and I already talked about but, it. But um, I was... <laughs> let's, let's keep going. Keep going. Keep so, going, sir. Uh, I'm going to cut in real quick and tell the listeners at home what the buzzwords are so that uh, if you guys want to play along, you can. Um, I thought that might be kind of fun because then you're omniscient. You know what the words are, but there's nothing you can do if you hear me uh, baiting Jordan into it. So it might be kind of a fun drinking game to play yourself. Uh, let's cut now. Today's buzzwords are mention club music, use an onomatopoeia, talk about your middle school music taste, mention SoundCloud, talk about jazz, mention a band you used to be in, refer to an album made post-1990 as a record, use the phrase ahead of its time, recite lyrics, name a specific drum machine, Compare something to the Migos flow. Say the word drink. Mention hi-hats. Use the phrase, Mike will made it. Describe a sound as hard. Mention a music video. Mention T-Pain. Mention mumble rap. Use the term clean. And mention Kanye 2020. All right, welcome back. So now you know the buzzwords. Um... Jordan, what happened the last time we tried to record this episode? What happened last time was that you thought it was a good idea to do two consecutive episodes. I mean, I thought it was a great idea, too, because I was like, <laughs> let's get super lit. But you did um, Dylan's tool episode before, and we were all drinking then. So, like, the start of mine, I think I took, like, it was disgusting, like, water glasses of your Jim Dean tequila. And by the start of the episode, I was, like, ten shots in at least. Yeah. And then it went okay. I was just gone. Um I was still conscious for the first 20 minutes. And then I absolutely have no idea what happened after that, bro. Like I you gave me like five more I took like five more shots and that was not a fun time. I think we were both blacked out. We didn't even do a formal ending. I was like, "Yo, just my iPhone died recording this on video." And you're like, "Okay, I'll just stop." Um but apparently we um were completely um incomprehensible and just talked about do we we do you even remember us talking about 9-11 no no i don't remember that at all okay okay uh i can cut that out (laughs) if that's too too much uh yeah so we're needless to say we were pretty deep yeah i don't i don't remember finishing this episode i am still it was three days ago and i am still hungover from it dude yeah still i'm not even joking about that i don't even so what's funny is i don't even remember finishing dylan's episode 
I don't know how we got from Dylan's episode to your episode. <laughs> and basically all I remember is like starting your episode and it was going really good. And then I was just waking up so, on the floor the next morning. Yeah. That's like what yeah, happened. Same, same. I mean, with, um, I was on the couch, but like, did you not just get hung over out of your mind or? Oh, I was, I was hurting <laughs> the next day. Yeah. So bad. Right. It was, it was awful. Yeah. I'm, I'm, how old? I'm 26 now. Okay. I can't, I can't drink like that anymore. I mean, it's kicking in for me. I'm 23, about to be 24 soon. And I'm just like, this is, this is getting too much. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, that's us old men. We're old men now. We can't do it like that anymore. But I yeah, this coffee's say, real good. The coffee's real good. Um, I agree with that. Yo, when are we going to get Delta Dagger coffee? Ooh. <sighs> that's when I'm going to be like Maynard and he has okay. his wine. <laughs> like when i'm as big as maynard i'll do my own coffee that delta would be cool. dagger dark roast dark bro. roast ddi or just delta dagger roast and that's ddi yeah that works yeah. too so you already talked a little bit about the album itself um and a little bit about the context of it if you had to if you had to pick like one favorite track off this record what would it be man it does switch around between those only six um, I guess it depends on what mood you're in. If you really just want to like get a consensus, I mean, the most of a consensus through one song, I would say the title track does a good job with that because it goes hard. Um, it has some melodies, and the um, and futures feels switch between like bottles on bottles, women on women, to like I'm telling the truth. I was gonna lie to you, and like it, it, it. it has that duality within the lyrics a little bit and it has the hard shit within like his falsetto until the truth you know you're gonna yeah. auto-tune that right I can auto-tune that for sure sweet I can definitely do that thank we you we gotta get the, uh, the auto-tune um, yeah we have to feature yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gotta happen so yeah I'd say the title track to be fair like just, just honest it's just a good banger watch the music video too one thing like, I hate Future for a lot of things, but one thing I love him to death for is that man knows how to dress. That man dresses like a god or like an anime character. Like, it's, it's, it's fire. He knows how to keep himself in, sh- in, in check, and I see you um, scratched off a buzzword. What was it, sir? You actually got two. Two. Uh, mention a music video and describe a sound as hard. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> cheers to that, mate. What I've what I've learned in the first episode, I was like interrupting Schultz every time he got one. What I learned is it's actually better just to say nothing, and chances are they'll hit a couple more as they keep talking. Like right. <laughs> once you're on a roll, um, it it's kind of fun. Like all these buzzwords are just total tropes yeah. that that people like. I see your buzzwords about. are like on a five by five square. Is it like buzzword bingo too? Or it is. It literally nice. it literally says bingo at the top. <laughs> I just I got like a bingo card off of Google and nice. I nice. So, yeah, there's no... I so was if I get a bingo, I got a shotgun, right? Well, I was thinking of incorporating something like that. Um, or like every three, you have to finish a beer. And then if you bingo, you have to shock it. I was like thinking about doing something like that. But it was just like, I don't know. I, I get the sense that like um, the best way to do it is like people just drink at their own pace. Kind of like if you want to take a fat swig every time mm-hmm. you get one, you can. Um, but if you just want to sip, you can. It's like I, I find like some guests get a little intimidated by the game or like take the game a little too seriously and then they're like they're like 
Like uh, I'm just drinking cash. Well, I'm coffee. We're well, drinking right coffee. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing is it's like I'd rather you drink coffee and, mm-hmm. and give me good content than be like because uh, I feel like sometimes people I'll ask them a question and they're like afraid that I'm leading them into a buzzword so they right. like won't answer the question. Yeah, yeah, no, I ain't doing that. It, yeah, it's so totally. I don't know. I I just let people do whatever they want. Um, let's see. If you had to pick a um. If you had to pick your least favorite track or just the least strong track, one that doesn't make sense in the context of the album, whatever, however you want to justify it, which one would you pick? The other 12 songs. The other 12. I'm kidding. <laughs> Yo, I love this album, but only like the first 10 minutes of it. The rest 50 is track. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but to be, I mean, that's like half true. Like um, the thing about Future is that he makes super long albums because he only like he does try to make good art, but at the same time, he does want to make a lot of money, and he wants to. He uses music straight as a business. He isn't even like blunt about that. He's not trying to make like Abbey Road or some type of shit. Like he's just doing it as a business and stuff. Um, so he always makes his albums like at least an hour or more than an hour. His like small mixtapes are like forty-seven minutes. So when he has songs with long track lists, his fans, his dead like hardcore fans will listen to every one of his songs so he'll get more spotify apple plays more money so more money that way so to answer your question my least favorite songs are one of the filler tracks that i do not remember somewhere in the middle sure. um hmm, i mean i you liked ibu right i kind of vaguely remember it. that might be my least favorite i liked it upon first listen last uh-huh. night i um I didn't even put, did I even put notes on it last night? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even put a note on okay. it. Okay. Um, yeah, like that That proves the point of like, like, he just has songs that just, why was that even there? He has nothing on the cutting board, you know? Right. If he cuts something, he'll take a cut out of his check that he gets. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, that makes sense. I mean, some of the songs did feel almost a little half finished, um, or not even half finished, but just kind of, yeah, some of them did feel like filler. I, I agree with that. Um. I'll say too, like when you when you said you were doing this album, and I looked at it and saw it was an over an hour long. I was like really surprised. I was like, yeah. "Whoa! Like, what is this gonna be?" Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, I think it goes to some cool places. I agree with you. I I think like the opening track, "Look Ahead," is such a great uh, opening track. I'd say it's like the hardest song on the whole album. It's yeah. just in the beginning. Yeah, just straight up. I agree. Like the with kids you. chanting in the sample, like that's some Kanye type like vocal sampling type stuff. So I'm like. That was really nice. Yeah. yeah. It, it's such a hype song. Right. I, I love that. Like, as someone who grew up on kind of, like, album-based mm-hmm. music and, like, listening to a full album start to finish, it was cool to kind of hear that he did put that kind of thought, even to a really lengthy album like this that does mm-hmm. kind of drag at times. I could still tell there was at least intention of, like, totally. it's going to open really hype and then slow down and then hit you with some hype at the end. Like, yeah. there was some intention. Even though he it. has a lot of songs, he's not just, like, song salading the track list. Right. You know, he has like some type of vision, right. which is respectable. I really liked, um, I really liked Ben's friends with Andre Three Thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was such a sick one. I mean, that was that that was like one of those throwback songs you were talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That mm-hmm. one, that one's definitely a throwback. I mean, you can definitely hear Andre Three Thousand's mm-hmm. uh, style on that. Not just his yeah. rap style, but like you can totally hear mm-hmm. kind of the. Uh, um, like outcast sort of like it, it it was cool i i really enjoyed yeah. that one and you told me earlier like when you first listened to this you were more surprised by like the amount of big names that were on it back when like no one really knew who future was so, right yeah right because like me like i didn't really know future I'm, I'm sure i'd heard his name but i didn't really know future until like uh you know mask on 
mask uh, off. Mask off. Yeah. Um, COVID time. So yeah, yeah we yeah, always yeah, like yeah. implicitly think mask on. Exactly. Mask on. <laughs> Yo, what if like the anti-maskers are like bumping mask, mask off? off. <laughs> like mask on. No, fuck it. Mask yeah. off. Gonna give people a disease. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's almost too perfect. I hope nobody. I hope no like queuing on people hear that and start like running with it. No, Jeez. please, please don't, don't do, that. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I love my grandmother. Don't don't <laughs> don't don't kill the population. Thank you. Um. So that's a great one. I I wrote down one of the lyrics here. Um. What did he say? Let's have a heart. Let's have a heart to heart. Drink wine and make art. And of course, he's singing about you know I don't give a fuck about your bend. Is this Andre this or Future saying? This? Um. Andre said. Yeah. That. No. Future would never get a bar that good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Why don't I even talk about? Why don't I even put this on this episode? I could have talked about. So there's so many other trap albums by other artists that are phenomenal. Yeah. Like I think Travis Scott's Rodeo is super underrated. I think like some of the stuff are super underrated. There's so many like up and coming. Well, Travis Scott's not up and coming, but there's so many like passionate trap artists trying to make it like really big, super talented. They just need one little more push. And I'm out here promoting like a very bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel kind of bad about that. That's, I mean, that's all right, dude. Like it's, it's whatever you want to talk about. I'm yeah. still waiting for the day that somebody does, uh, an album like does a hit piece on an album like oh just like, an album they absolutely hate yeah because yeah. it's I, it's like i tell people like pick an album you want to talk about and it's like kind of implicit like pick one of your favorite albums right um, right but like i'm waiting for when someone wants to do one that's like mm-hmm. i don't know sergeant pepper's the worst beatles album and here's why <laughs> and like here, a, nice yeah like a hot nice. musical take so if, i don't know if anyone's listening and has some like crazy ass opinions like that i'm I'm down to feature those what too. if someone is just like i'm gonna do a papa roach album and just talk down on papa roach for like <laughs> papa two hours roach. i don't know i don't know Kidding. i don't know if i would let someone talk down on a whole artist okay. i don't know if i'd let him well do that. trapped I, come on trapped well you I mean, we, we can we can crucify trapped, can we? Or oh wait, you're a musician. We, you gotta be like keep it close with the music scenes, exactly, right? Okay, you exactly. can't do it. I'll do it for you because I'm a Christian concord artist. Yo, screw trapped and everything they do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I mean to follow up on like you, what you said about like talking about albums and how you wish someone like hated an album and just wanted to get on it, like. My relationship with this album, I picked it because it's nowhere near my favorite, but this is an album for me that I did a total 180 on um, because I listened to this in high school, my junior year of high school. Um, and this was the time I was listening to like very poetic, lyrical rap, like rappers with great flow, telling great stories, etc. And I was at my boarding school and I was like, yo, um, check out this album. I'm going to listen to this album, Honest by Future. And we listened to it. And we were like, this is one of the worst things that ever came to my ears. <laughs> like, what is he saying? Is this English? Does this lyrically make any sense? Um, and for the longest time, um, I thought that all that rap had to offer was just like good storytelling, good lyrics, um, good structure, like good technical stuff. I used to like, my, I had the best music taste in high school then it just went to total shit because um what happened after that like seeing the current wave of rap and trap you can tell that um there's much more to that genre than just simply what you write down what you how you how fast you flow i'm sure everyone is sick of eminem's like no one wants to hear that like 29,000 words a second flow 
um, now people are more aware that rap is more about an energy, or it has energy and confidence and expressiveness is more of an emotion. And that's an honest was an album that really captured it, but way, way back um, in twenty fourteen. So yeah, I I agree with you there. I I um I don't see it in my notes, but I do remember uh, thinking on a couple tracks here. I believe even the first track, "Look Ahead," like there are some really effective times on the album where he just lets the song breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's really not rapping over it, um, and he's just letting the beat kind of speak for itself. And yeah, like the ha- hook of "Look Ahead" is just the beat. Yeah, 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 and it's it's super effective though. Like that's I think is one of the best songs on the album, and mm-hmm. it's it's like one where he's he really kind of takes a step back and lets the song breathe, and that's really that's really cool to hear. It's it speaks to his musicality. Um, you know, a lot of like you know jazz and stuff we'll talk about it's the notes you don't play Mm -hmm. that are important and to see future um doing these like raunchy trap songs but also knowing how to do that Mm -hmm. that was kind of cool that impressed me right um i will say if you want to talk about some raunchy trap stuff real quick like because that was one thing it's like sometimes when i'm like hanging out with friends or whatever and they're like dude put on some ignorant shit or whatever i'm like i like don't know what that is like i don't know well his his spotify and his entire related artists like that that's all you need dog i'm 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 like i'm armed now like i'm equipped i'm glad you got um, this ammunition uh move that dope yeah uh, has such a dirty fucking beat to it and it's so cool dude i don't even know how it goes though that's a that's a wonderful song was that the mike will made it one the first time they say that on yeah. the record. Um, it, that song has everything you want in a trap song, like a super kind of right. uh, creepy sounding beat. And then uh, the little right. Mike Will made it. <laughs> that little, <laughs> yeah. that trope, like that's so good. I, I mean, fucking yeah, love Mike that. Will made it. I mean, I think on the last podcast episode, I went on like a 15 minute tangent about how I think he's a legend. He's not, I mean, he's really good. He's amazing. Um <laughs> But yeah, rapper, like, producers' intros are one of my favorite. Like, you remember, like, DJ Mustard's, like, Muzzin' on the Beat. It's not on this yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. And also, <laughs> like, if Young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. You know, that one? <laughs> like, bro. Like, rapper, I mean, producers, like, tags, especially Mike Will Made It, because that's so, like, iconic. But it's, It is. And yeah. it's, it's funny, like, if you go on YouTube and just look up, like, like free trap beat, like, every single one of them is, like, dj so and so it's like yeah. every one of them tries to do like the mike will right, and i right. don't know I, it's like chicken or the egg i don't know if like he got that from there or there that's to be been him. around like, for like decades yeah. straight up like just to have a watermark on your beat so someone just doesn't steal it right jacket um yeah i can't i can't i can't even recall like who's the first one that does that yeah it's um, it's it's just incredible to hear that on like a legit album and it's yeah. it like almost lends to that um, you remember dj call it's we the best yeah <laughs> that, that shit was so dumb i don't know that guy i don't know i i mean that dude call it why are we talking about him? this isn't even related to this album but i'll nah. continue I, I love i love that man i mean i think he's brown like me is he a brown guy i think he's um he's like some palestinian palestinian or uh yo free palestine so yeah, he's. <laughs> that, oh. Hey, yeah, Obama, if you're listening, man. Yo, no, Biden, are you gonna free Palestine? Do it, bro. Okay, he's not. Sorry. He's Biden's not gonna do shit, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What am I? Th- what am I thinking? But, no. 
Um, he's not going to do shit, but he's going to, like, look good doing it. He's going to, like, wear a purple suit to be like, hey, I'm everyone's president. Yeah, yeah. let's drone strike these kids, but with women <laughs> of color doing it. So, yeah. like, Palestine, uh, like, these refugees will be like, I'm happy that these, you know, women are now drone striking me. Thank you. But, yeah. okay, that's dark. Empower uh, women. <laughs> oh, did you know that yesterday was International Men's Day? That's awful. That's I, that was a that was a great little news segment. Uh, hell yeah, International Men's Day. Finally, dude. No, you know, finally, gender. finally we get the finally we get the recognition. Oh, you so, like it? Yeah. No, finally somebody is looking out for the men. No, I just you know. No, what's it called? Like, what is? Is there a term for like genocide of all men? <laughs> dude, sin, like remember menocide? Sin, menocide? <laughs> Male side. <laughs> um, but bro, like imagine. You have you seen that movie Sin City with like um the chicks like taking over like the dystopia and stuff? I haven't. Oh, that's actually. what Elijah would. Oh, he would. It was so good. Okay, All right, I need to stop hating men. I need to stop being too edgy and controversial out <laughs> here. How do we get from DJ Khaled to kill all men? <laughs> DJ Khaled, we the best music. Okay, uh, moving. You ever on. seen his hot ones? No. <laughs> he stops. You you know hot ones right with Sean yeah, Evans. Uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. should watch it. It is easily like the funniest because. He he chickens out and stops eating at Cholula. He thinks no. Cholula is too spicy. He's like, bro, bro look, I'm going to quit right here, but that doesn't mean I'm giving up. And Sean Evans <laughs> like, well, okay. yes, it does, actually. Okay. Like, by definition, he's like, nah, nah, this is dangerous. I ain't going to do eat spicy stuff and hurt myself. That's stupid. It's dangerous. I'm like, <laughs> Cholula, bro. I had Cholula on my omelet this morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty weak, dude. Okay. That's like mostly vinegar. Right. Sorry, we went way off topic. You, let's hear a question. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh let me ask you this. Sup. How should someone listen to this album for the first time? How should someone listen to this album for the first time? Well, make sure your bar is incredibly low. Um expect um your ears to not if you haven't if you're new to like hip hop, um and if you mostly listen to rock, which I'm um yeah if you're just like new to rock music uh, i mean if you're new to rap music um and listen to mostly rock i would say to just um try to survive the first six <laughs> songs but the more i guess you listen to it i'd say give it a chance like on second and third listening because then your ears i guess will adjust to like the whole new style of the genre because for me um the genre that I took a lot of time to get into and I didn't really understand at first, and I actually hated it for a while, but then I grew to love it, um, was reggaeton. Um, I really love like reggaeton music, and then I listened to, um, what's his name, Bad Bunny. Oh my god, he's amazing. Um, but yeah, I think that's an interesting thing. This is just a very, very baseless theory I have, but um, if you're new to listening to like any genre, you're going to have to have a little bit of patience with it and try to understand a culture more and allow yourself the time to breathe and let um your ears adjust does that make sense yeah yeah. well said i think i think you're right um it was definitely something i had to do when listening to this record because i'm not um i'm not super deep into hip-hop myself and the Mm -hmm. hip-hop that i do like is not this kind of stuff so it was like yeah i definitely had to uh you know um kind of like uh be open-minded about it and mm-hmm. listen to it and um i was happy on first listen i was able to pick out some really cool stuff that i did like and then second listen even mm-hmm. I, I took even more away so yeah i think you're right like you need to give yourself time to kind of process this stuff right. um 
This next question you are uh, welcome to plead the fifth on. Uh, have you ever listened to this album under the influence? Under the influence of anything? Not to what I remember. Um, yeah, I mean, when I listen to this album, most of the time I might have listened to it like a little high on weed once. Um, while I was driving back from high school, but most of the time in college, I really didn't do much much drinking or smoking, so I can't say yes as of now. Well, to be fair, um, three days ago, I was blacked out, and you did That's play true. a future song through your phone, yeah. so I did listen to that on your podcast, um, so I guess the answer is, like, drunk or high, but the reason, like, I used to... Um, I used to experiment like being high and like I loved being high and listening to music, but I feel like this album is a great album to show you what it's like to be a little. It's very drug inspired that you don't even need to be high. You see what I'm saying? I was gonna say yeah, because my next question is, uh, what do you think Future was higher drunk on? Oh, probably uh, lean. The album. Probably lean, lean. Lean all the time. I was gonna say Karate Chop. Uh, <laughs> karate, karate Chop with Lil Wayne's full on like chopping bricks, like karate, right. and then uh, he's talking about like drinking codeine and mm-hmm. all this. Stuff. I mean, again, no, another another like quintessential track. Because like song. his first lyric on DS2, which is the album a little later, is like, "I just took a piss and some codeine came out, like, <laughs> <laughs> like straight up." <laughs> so, I, I think it's safe to say that this man does indulge in the um. Syrup, syrup drink. I don't know how to make it. It's like, I mean, it's cough medicine. I mean, it, it is hydrocoding that you get like prescribed. Right. And like some Sprite and Jolly Ranchers, I think. Yeah, it's something yeah. like that. I'm not familiar with it myself. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know exactly how to make it, but I know it's okay. yeah, like hydrocodone or For something, sure. codeine. Uh, nice. I don't know. It's like cough syrup and like soda. Right. I don't know. Right. Um, if this album were a beer, what kind of beer would it be? Lean the beer. No, Lean the beer. Yeah. Um, just kidding. Um, <laughs> let me think. If this album were a beer, like I would say, this album since it's DS two, um, it's all over the place. It's chaotic and it's a mess. So the one I can think of is like Four Loco, straight up. Um, nice. Four Loco. Um, since it's a red album cover. What are the what are the red types? Um, I forget. I think there's a fruit punch. A fruit punch, maybe. Yeah. I think, yeah. Like a four loco fruit punch mixed with an Adderall. Yeah. 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 Or like so the, a death the original, uh, the original four loco that still had caffeine. Yeah. No, th- those <laughs> ones. Those ones before the lawsuit. Before Tra- yeah. the lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, those were nuts. I've I've had one of those in my life. Yeah, I had two, two, like two at once. Oh my and god! Two at once, and yeah, that was a, that was a wild day. But dude, props to us for surviving UC Santa Barbara. I know, man. <laughs> like Ivy is like honestly a war zone. Oh, dude, of I'm, partying I'm, I'm, and hedonism. I'm and very surprised we made it out. Yeah. Um, you you did some musical stuff in IV too. Do you want to talk about that for a second? A little bit. You know, I wasn't really one of the biggest. I really wasn't much of like into the. Well, I was into the music scene, but I really didn't do many live shows and stuff. I would produce a lot for some people, um, and I would take photos and videos of bands. I took videos for Savage Henry that time at Soho, and I mm-hmm. made your music video. Oh, dang! I still haven't changed your music video title to like Delta Dagger. I got to do it before I leave today. Oh, for Count to Four. For Count to Four, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I filmed right. this guy's music video, and um, it was it was okay. He played on the beach and stuff. Yeah. You still like it? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's super like cute. It's, it's like wholesome. It's very, and, it's very wholesome. 
but yeah, about the um about my time in the music scene, mm-hmm. mostly produced, mostly took pictures and videos for bands. Um, I was in a crunk core band called Daddy Day Core with uh, one of my friends, Aaron, and it was very like 303 inspired. I have an awful taste in music, but why'd you let me on the show? <laughs> um, yeah, it was like electronic screamo. It was bas- it was hyper pop basically, um, but not as well produced. Which is yeah, it's it's what I'm. Do- it's my sound, I guess, or just a sound. And yeah, then a hundred gex ripped me off. I'm just kidding. Yep. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, but shouts out to a hundred gex. Love them. I saw a hundred gex um, at a music festival on a Minecraft server, bro. Why? Yeah, dude. And I highly recommend it. It is so much fun. Me and Aaron were like on Discord, and there was a live stream in a Minecraft festival, like a thousand minecraft people <laughs> and it's like everyone's cosplaying because it's all minecraft skins right. like i saw like someone as soldier boy someone as sailor moon <laughs> um and like i'm it's it feels like with like good headphones like i'm actually at a music show but i'm like in the comfort of my own home and i'm like yo i'm, I'm gonna be right back and just heat up microwave like the salmon in my fridge and i ain't gotta pay like 20 bucks for it you yeah. know like i ain't gotta deal with like all the cons of outdoor music fests but yeah, you're right. It is kind of nerdy if now that I think about it. But <laughs> my God, yo. I mean, that's that's great though. I feel yeah. like 100 Gex and and stuff. Like I've seen them on uh, like Adult Swim. They oh, were they're on Fish Center. Um, Fish Center. Yeah. yeah, they were on Fish Center. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that audio wave? Yeah. Uh, it's like a total you vertical line. The, yeah, clip the hell out of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's clipping and. 100 gex is basically like peanut butter and jelly exactly <laughs> that's that's the whole point of them but yeah so i i feel like they're sorry for a, anyone listening to this podcast like with headphones yeah home. we have to have the uh, ear rape warning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um basically yeah i feel like 100 gex is such like a new kind of uh it's like just the zoomer core music right like it's very much right like, like of course they would do a minecraft concert no of course, of course. they were on fish center it's and it was like, a music festival with like them you know charlie xcx yeah yeah, yeah she yeah, was yeah. on it too um dorian electra and like all of like these like new kind of zoomers yeah yeah like i'm proud you're a millennial right uh-huh yeah man Man, my sucks. I know we're uh, we're like the boomers. <laughs> Look now. at our generational difference of a whole three years. Like a t- like it's weird. Like I I mean I am like of the oldest type of zoomer. Twenty three is like grandpa zoomer. Yeah. Um. So. I feel like such a like a poser when I'm like, uh, look at these old millennials, and I'm like, I also played Tony Hawk on the PS2. Yeah, I also I mean, like hate my life. That's <laughs> culturally millennial. I I think the thing is gonna be like the Zoomers are gonna look at us and be like, look at these old men doing like podcasts like that's so lame yeah podcasts it's like, it's like you know whatever like wow i can't believe my dad was in like a uh like a dire straits cover band that's so lame like that's so stupid look at these millennials trying to learn their pentatonic guitar yeah. scales <laughs> <laughs> like that's so it's funny um i gotta tell you though uh mention a band you used to be in oh a okay you got that one yeah i also mentioned venison veteran that was my plug yeah 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 yeah. have you listened to that ep yet uh no i've only listened to what you sent me but i i feel like that was daddy decor stuff Hmm. um that you sent me i remember you sent me some things like the christmas um, one or the andrew yang one that was just a youtube i remember andrew yang i remember the christmas thing you sent me some stuff like a couple months ago okay i don't remember i thought it was daddy decor but it was definitely Bandcamp links it may okay that was venison veteran then oh really nothing of daddy decor is on oh okay yeah but it's basically i mean it is 
very similar to it's Daddy similar, Daycare. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, it's like a little more serious. I feel like I not at all. It. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there were some very there were like a few like emotional like iPhone like I recorded it, um, with Logic, but also like iPhone voice memo. Mm-hmm. So it bounces around between being like abrasive hyper pop chaos and just like lo-fi literally iphone met voice memo guitar songs so i mean it, it was trying to be i'm still trying to find out my sound yeah um um have you heard of the music there was you, you know sam hendrix from williams and dirt mm-hmm. he told me about like this um music review site called divide and conquer that would review any album and yeah they reviewed the venison veteran got a, got a nice score nice score um but they said like the second track um i think the intention of this track was just to make your ears bleed and it worked <laughs> and i'm like that's the nicest thing anyone ever said to me it's awesome so yeah shouts out to divide and conquer and yeah i just have that album and i probably got to drink more because i just talked about another band yeah you can if you want to it's for after sure. you hit the buzzword it's done but okay like, you for can, sure. yeah if you want to drink more uh, my next question for you: Would you get intimate to this album? Depends on the song. Absolutely, yeah. I could definitely see myself getting intimate to like you know I won. Uh-huh. However, like <laughs> I used to make fun of the song I won a lot because you know you, do you remember that song like I just want to take you out and show you uh, yeah it's like the yeah. romantic one and like the hook is like really nice and cute and sweet and then the verse is like get the fucking onto the dresser just to make the pussy wetter. I'm like, <laughs> what went from zero to a hundred immediately. Yeah. But I think that would be good for like lovemaking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it depends on the song. Maybe honestly. Yes. Yeah. There's no way I wouldn't. It's future. Nice. Well, would I make love to future? That's wait. I'm not asked. <laughs> you're not asking me if I would make love to future. Are you? No. Okay. For That's sure. not what I'm asking. If you have opinions on that, you can, I mean, you can say it. He dresses very well. He looks he really nice. Well. Like I, a lot of things that I like about future is that he knows his, he knows a lot of like his flaws. Like naturally he's a very like ugly looking guy. No offense future. I'm sorry. But he makes up for it by just dressing so well and acting so confident. And that's inspiring for me. And that's another thing that I love about Future's music is that this man knows for a damn fact he can't sing if his life depended on it. But he just owns it. That inspires me just like being bad at singing. Um, and like I, I used to be like self-conscious about my voice. But like if you're... I'm just going in circles right now. Um, for me, the people that... Um, know their flaws but know how to embrace it and work with what they have that's more inspirational than people who are just like born amazing singers and stuff like um i love like ariana grande to death one of the greatest singers out there i could never you know even compare not everyone can you know sing that well or phenomenal you see what i'm saying yeah like people i love artists that work within their limitations to make great art yeah so absolutely so would i I make love to future 100 percent. nice dude i dig it (laughs) Are numbers created or discovered? Man. Is that like an insane clown posse lyric? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think so. No, okay. I'm not familiar with ICP. <laughs> Uh, you know the song miracles though yeah the magnets uh, that's what i was thinking about like (laughs) magnets how do they work numbers created or discovered um well as someone who like i'm in i am a stem major i'm still doing like engineering and stuff so it's if i were to say they were just 
create what's what's the difference for you between creative or discovered you know this is such an abstract question i mean i, I can tell you my view of this question no no i don't want to know your i don't want to know like yeah, your, your or my view. definitions even like because oh. part of it is i i want to hear even just your your definition oh my definition for what is your answer like you can define these how you want okay answer. i'll tell you my definition though is wait like wait wait if, if you don't want me to tell your definitions i'll try to myself to yeah think however about. you want to however you want so the yeah. difference between creating something and discovering something oh discovering means it was already there and you found it was it. creating right creating like it existed is existed um, regardless of whether humans exist right and for me like the fact that we can measure stuff and engineer stuff that makes, you know, practical matter efficient and real for me seems to be like, and that's a bunch of numbers basically manufactured. Mm-hmm. So that, that means creative. numbers. Yeah, that was created. Into, wait, wait, hold on. Because the materials got created by our interpretation of numbers um we discovered numbers mm. numbers has always been there um and we use these numbers to create physical matter mm-hmm. and construct physical matter maybe i don't know it's um, i mean it's whatever yeah it's it's, this it's, is a, a, it's it's kind of like a chicken or egg question right. for math yeah this totally. is uh if a tree falls in the forest it's like right. uh, it, it's interesting to hear your take on it as an engineer where you were very much talking about like um like building things out of existing matter like when mm-hmm. will answered this question yeah. he had a really really good answer okay well will's like actually kind of uh, theoretical right. not as much theoretical but he's like optical physics so it's a What's little he bit doing? more abstract. he's like, didn't he get was he at mit for a while or no um he was at stanford, stanford. Yeah, okay basically the same the, thing the laser i forget what they call it but there's some lab with a big laser up there okay trust he, his opinion more than mine well, i don't no, know what i'm talking about Oh, he does? He agrees with you. Okay. Um, but it's just his approach to it was way more, like, abstract. And it's funny to hear, like, an engineer being like, no, we build things to certain specifications, like this and that. And then right. his thing was way more just like, no, like, there are things that exist in nature that are, like, mm-hmm. you know, humans don't. It's like, his was way more abstract. It's just funny to hear two different STEM majors approach it from their uh, right. camps. No, totally, but, like, totally. To the same yeah. conclusion. So far, the consensus has been that numbers are inherent. Uh, okay. In nature, th- that's what everybody has said okay. so far. But um, I I think of it as more of a uh, you know, if a tree falls in the forest type question. Okay. Uh, what's your theory? Do you think they're created? Um. Or discovered? I, well, I mean, I I feel like I would now that I've heard everyone say that they're discovered and that they're inherent. I almost want to argue that they're not and they're one hundred percent invented by humans. Okay. Because like a you know like animals don't know how to count that's a that's a crazy thing i'm just like like does the universe know that there are like nine planets like no no of course. so like what is it like it's it's just something we invented you know i'm very interested in like an animal's concept of you know digital time or digital like how the sun works and we don't even know how the hell to use it like daylight savings time i I just want to like it's just messes up everything right now yeah it's ridiculous and that's the thing is it's like you can say like well the earth moves around the sun this many times and you can like measure it but then it's like well but then we have to have a leap year we have to have leap seconds mm-hmm. it's like our even it's like like obviously there are things and i think we changed the calendar a little like back in the 1300s or 1700s like the dates and all that stuff. yeah yeah it was i mean like wasn't the, august the last month because of it was Augustus? something like that because it was the julian calendar mm-hmm. and then the gregorian calendar or maybe right. the other way around i don't know yeah so it's it's all it's all just kind of like made up like um so that would be my view of it in terms of like if you wanted to argue that it was you know, created are they mutually exclusive though creation and no, discovery cause it, no because it's like for instance will brought up um pi he was like mm-hmm. pi 
exists. Like, okay. There are circles. And if you, I forget what pi is like, it has to do with the radius. How many times can the radius fit around the, the perimeter of the, mm-hmm. of the circle? I think. Um, to my knowledge and geez, I might lose my degree for even saying this cause I can't Google this right now. Yeah. Um, but to the best of my knowledge, I thought it was like, um, the comparison of how many squares of the length of a radius could fit inside a circle. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's something like that. So it's like what he was saying is like that ratio essentially mm-hmm. like exists inherently, like because a physical object can be a circle. There must be a ratio between mm-hmm. the parts that make that circle. Right. But then humans invented pi. Like, because we had, because 3.1415 blah, 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 is this clunky, ridiculous number, mm-hmm. we invented the little pi symbol. Like, that is pi. Yeah. We have a name for that. We mm-hmm. invented a thing that we can just say that right. means this whole other thing that exists naturally mm-hmm. in nature. Yeah, that for was sure. like something he brought up. So, again, like very abstract way of thinking about mm-hmm. it. But, um, but then I'm like, well, pi, we invented it. We invented pi. Like animals don't know pi. So like what does the, the, the universe didn't like hand pi to it. Like, you know what I mean? It didn't hand pi to us. But, but it handed uh, us let's, the let's think about this in ingredients. Like, yeah, we get wheat, we get sugar, we get flour naturally, but cake we create. Mm-hmm. And I guess that might be in some That's sort of the... way, like some, how we stack up things that can be discovered into things we create. Right. Right, because I mean, we can't create anything that's not discovered. Like right. human, humans have right. never, humans have never, like matter can't be made or destroyed. So right. it's like anything we create totally. has to be discovered at some point mm-hmm. and at some level. So yeah, I did, I don't know. That's why it's a fun question. It's a fun question. Normally, normally we're drunk has as shit. Nothing by the time to do we, with music. Nothing at all. No, but, but it's it's a fun one because normally we're drunk as shit by the time we right. get there, and it's like, right. what the what the. <laughs> uh, Final question before we jump into the trivia here. Aye. Uh, does a man with one lung get more high or less high off of a single bong rip? Can a man with one lung survive? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's uh, like I one kidney. It's like harder. Okay. But you could do it, yeah. Would he get more high? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not really the... M- I have no freaking clue. Um, but if I were to guess, um, where does the TH... The THC sends like... Like, we're talking about weed, right? Yeah. If you're smoking weed... Um, I thought THC runs through the brain, um, and it's more of a neural um high than like a lung high. You know, if a man with I if a man with one lung ate an edible, he would mm. get just as high as like a guy right. with two lungs. It doesn't have to do anything with it. Um, however, on the other hand, um, it if the if a man with one lung tries to smoke. I doubt he will be able to fill up enough smoke from the weed mm. as a guy with two lungs. Mm-hmm. So because of, practically speaking, a man with one lung will probably not get as high because he doesn't have enough uh, space to right. fill up the lungs. Um, but this is like, this is as like, what, I, what I'm saying is as scientifically sound as Deepak Chopra, AKK not sound at all. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm talking out of my ass right now, bro. No, I gotcha. Um, this is this is meant to be similar to that other question as more sure. of a philosophical. Although this one, you could probably Google it and find the answer. I just haven't <laughs> done that yet. For sure. Um, that about wraps it up, dude. Uh, let's jump into the trivia section. Okay, for sure. Uh, do you have like a little song for the trivia section, like the do 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 do, or no? Um, I still need to write one. Write one? Yeah, cool. I still need to write one, but I'm gonna write a little similar to the music news. I'm gonna have a little something and for throw sure. it in there. How long does it take for you to write your intros? 
or make uh, like your songs and um, stuff stuff like this if i like sit down and force myself to do it mm-hmm. i could have it from like first conception to like finished if i really wanted to probably like two three hours nice just knock it out i'm asking that um because um I'm not sure if you've seen it. Have you ever seen like the YouTube segment or the Conan O'Brien segments where he plays video games? Uh-uh. Oh, there's one like, you know Conan O'Brien, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like a segment where he just plays video games and he sucks at it and there's like a whole intro in- to it and it's all professional. That intro is just straight up a logic loop. Oh, really? Someone just drag and drop <laughs> the logic loop, sent it, and that is it. That's so sad. Like Probably took 10 seconds back. It just boop, boop. Okay, bounce it. We're good. Because there was, um, I, I was watching an interview with um, G.E. Smith. He was on the Saturday Night Live band. Okay. And he was saying, he was on there for decades. Uh, he toured with Bob Dylan, Hall okay. & Oates. Uh, he toured with Roger Waters on the Wall Tour. Um, I don't know SNL too well. Is this like like kind of like the Roots type of band and stuff? Exactly. Or, okay. Yeah, it's like the Roots. It's, okay. it's the house band for Saturday band. Night gotcha. Live. And what he was saying on one of his, because he's kind of this like, He's been around for decades and he's yeah. this super humble, but he's like played with everybody. He's kind of this yeah. ultimate session musician. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how, uh, you know, one of the showrunners or producers or whoever stage manager, whoever it was, would run back uh, to the band and be like, we need 12 bars of blues in 60 seconds. And the band leader would just be like, we're in E, we're doing 12 bar, we're doing this, okay. here's the tempo, boom, and they just play it. Yeah. Like they, they would have to come up with the song in five seconds. Yeah, and for then, sure. And, 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 but they were all really good musicians and it was kind of just like they would just pick from sort of these, let's play the intro to Satin Doll, but <laughs> we're going to give it a swing and we're going to do this. Like he, they could, you know, they were all super good musicians. Right. So he could name a blues or an old jazz standard or yeah. something. Just be like, we're playing it, this key, ready, go. And yeah. they would just do it. And it was just so just cool like to me. Practiced the craft for decades. Yeah. Mastered it, can do almost anything. And now we're just like, yo, let's just drag and drop this loop, send yeah. it. Yo, just, who the f- talent's whack. I don't yeah. give a crap. Forget the talent. Nihilism, bro. I'm just kidding. Nihilism. That's right. Nihilism. <laughs> I'm the edgy 16-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, all right, let's hit him with some trivia questions. It's time for trivia. All right, Bruh. trivia. Question one. What year did the album come out? 2014. 2014. You're right. Uh, Question two. What was the original title of the album going to be? Oh, oh crap. Um, No idea. But um, if I were to guess, Trophy Wife? No. 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 Dang. The original title was. Oh, no. He would have made an album about his wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The original title was Future Hendrix, but here's the thing is That's he so sick. um he did he was saying Future Hendrix mm-hmm. um and apparently the uh concepts for it were way more kind of instrumental based. He right. was doing more R and B kind of like guitars, pianos, kind of stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then he wrote like karate chop or shit or one mm-hmm. of the kind of banger like right. trap tunes like and mm-hmm. after he like came up with that song he was like no fuck this the whole album's gonna be fucking trap banger shit right but you still kind of get some of that leftover stuff in the middle yeah. of the album like the more see because i knew um he goes by future hendrix now and i think that oh. was the album that made it i mean that was the album that like pivoted his way into future hendrix yeah like he refers to himself as you can call me future future hendrix yeah because he wants to take like an homage to well, it's a very cocky, no, it's a very confident, just like title. He just self claims to be like, he's the Hendrix of our g- generation. Yeah. So 
whether you agree to him or disagree with him, like that amount of just what's another word for confidence where I don't just don't say it twenty times, but yeah, just his ego is just through the roof and you kind of got to respect it yeah <laughs> so absolutely dude i mean yeah. well hendrix himself was notorious for being like insanely uh cocky, cocky. to the nice. point of being cocky i mean but super confident and i mean yeah. he was jimmy fucking hendrix and he could like, live up it, to you it. Know? Yeah. like yeah yeah <laughs> um so th- uh, yeah i thought that was pretty cool too nice um question three what is the album certified at oh um not double platinum is it double platinum I have I have gold. Just is gold. What it's certified at. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay. Yeah. This okay. may be out of date. I got it just off the Wikipedia oh, the page. Wiki? Okay, yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, so it might not be the most up to date, but okay. Yeah, this was like one of the I, I like I said one of the more underground EP LPs that wasn't as big as like Beast Mode, DS2, Evil. This was way before Mask Off and stuff. So I can see how that was gold. Yeah. Um. Final question. Which company dropped Little Wayne from their ad deal after the Karate Chop lyrics controversy? Yeah, it was kind of like the le- I I can barely remember the lyrics, but wasn't it very um anti Asian? They stereotype or something of it. Oh, or- I, well, what I had read is there there was a lyric where he referenced um like he was he was saying he was gonna either beat someone up or like hit the pussy <sighs> like Emmett Till. Is what he said, oh, or so, I forget fuck. the exact lyric, but he made a reference to like beating up Emmett Till was okay. like the reference. That's and, not good. And so, so which uh, company? Some company that he was working with at the time like dropped okay. it because of was it. it? Can I get a hint? Can I ask questions? And can it be like a yes or no question? I mean, was it a company regarding like Black Liberation or like, no? No, not at all. No. Okay. Yeah. God. Like. So it's, it's just a big kind of corporate yeah. kind of. Uh, consumer not product. young money he no. was always on young money no um it's, not it's a, def jam no nah, it's 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 like a like um, they sell shit it's like a, just a big company that uh, just okay. like sells shit just to people fubu was a fubu no nah. no okay i'll get one more guess and then if not let me think of one more guess like wayne would a company wayne would be tied to target <laughs> just kidding uh close really it's like your clo- target is closer than fubu really yeah okay what did wayne get a sponsorship from like a skate show journeys? No. No. Is it skate related? No. F. Um so it's retail related, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like products. Products. It's a, it's a beverage company. I have syrup? No. Yeah. That's pretty okay, I give up. What it's is it? Mountain Dew. Oh, should have <laughs> known that. Should have known that. Yeah, because like he, well, well, I said it's skate related. Like you know, Mountain Dew's Mountain Dew big in the related? skate life. You I know? guess kind I mean, of <laughs> a little bit of a stretch for sure. Damn. Okay. Dang it, man. Okay, I'm gonna say it straight up. Wayne is straight up one of the best rappers of all time. Like there is no question about it. His songwriting just naturally born. Like he is one of the greatest songwriters ever. But man, does he make it hard to be a fan of him at times? <laughs> does it? Because I'm sure you've seen that notorious picture that dropped a few months ago or weeks ago. Which one? The selfie with him and the president right now. You haven't oh, seen that one? Trump. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know and what like you're I saw about. tweets. I'm like, why do racists take pictures with black people like they just caught a fish? <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus, man. Yeah, we got a big one here. Wait, look, I'm not racist. Wayne likes me. Look, I have Bro. a black... I've met a black person I have before. met a black person. Racism is destroyed with facts and logic. <laughs> facts and logic. Well, what do you think about Kanye, then? <sighs> man, look, I mean, also, I said Wayne is one of the best rappers, like, lyrically. Kanye is my favorite rapper of all time. Yeah. Like, I mean, his production, off the wall, knows how to make good stuff. Um... Kanye got more votes from my home state of Mississippi than the Green Party candidate, whatever his name was. Um, Hawkins or Hawkins, something? Hawkins, like yeah. More people voted with Kanye than Hawkins. But <laughs> um, how do I feel about him now? Yeah, I am worried about him. Like, it's, it's, uh, yeah, he's always a manic. He always, like, chases fame, chases, like, the next thing that will try to make him satisfied. And as much as I love him and almost everything he puts out, Jesus is King is one of the scariest albums I've listened to. If you've listened to it. I haven't. You know what it's like about, right? Basically. It's like how he's like turning into Jesus and stuff. Yeah. But it just like the way he sings, the way he interpret, and he's always been a Christian. Like every single album he references like Jesus things. But the fact that he's like trying to cling on to this, like only Jesus kind of thing message to like the conservative audience. Um, it's like it feels like I'm seeing Kanye slowly dive into like a cult and he's like knows it's somewhat a cult, but it's giving him some sort of happiness. I feel like he's on a very close verge to a snap. I hope nothing bad happens to him. But how do I feel like he's all obviously irresponsible as hell, just um not saying the best things at the best time. Um not doing the best things at the best time. I swear to God, like if biden ended up losing because kanye got more votes like i would be totally fine with guillotine kanye i don't care (laughs) um (laughs) sorry but no that's all good i was gonna say um mention kanye 2020 is uh one of the buzzwords so mention that was the question i asked the (laughs) question i I baited you into it i thought i could get one more in there i was gonna say too we forgot to do um talk about jazz we talked about jazz during the obama section <laughs> and then uh say the word drink i'm sure uh, i'm sure you said the word drink at some point in there probably probably it somewhere I'll, I'll put a i'll put a little uh, i said syrup drink I syrup. Think. yeah 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 well dude that about wraps it up for me that is all for the sure. questions i have do you want to hear what your buzzwords were yeah i'm down to hear the rest of them so i'll i'll list them uh mention club music use the phrase club music <laughs> nah club is like like 2008 time. yeah like, the club like in this isn't club. we ain't in 50 cent territory anymore <laughs> and also fuck 50 cents yeah um um use an onomatopoeia you did not get like like that i guess you did that with eminem huh yeah kind of uh we'll we'll, we'll mark fine, it just in fine. case we'll call that um talk about your middle school music taste you mentioned high school and college but i didn't hear anything about middle school dude so i could have totally done it because i was i told you like the music i make is like 303 type shit so that's I true totally yeah. could've, i probably could have baited you into that one a little yeah. more uh mentioned soundcloud Ooh, uh, did not do. that's impressive did not do. yeah I was that's surprised. impressive i was surprised um, especially when we were talking about kind of the YouTube, right? Like made right. It and I used to make music only on SoundCloud. Yeah. And when I talk about this type of rap, I usually talk about the SoundCloud community bringing it up. Okay. Wow. <laughs> go me. What the hell? <laughs> um. Next one. Talk about jazz. We got during the Obama session. Yeah. Uh, mention a band you used to be in. You got. Okay. Uh, refer to an album made post 1990 as a record. 
I don't know if you did. I don't say the that I, word. I Ugekud. said it a couple times because I I naturally yeah. say that, and I was trying to plant the seed a little no, bit. But I didn't hear you say it. I usually say album or LP. Ugekud. Like I can't even pronounce my R as well because I got a little speech impediment going on. So like I usually avoid Ugekud. Yeah. and I that's more like a rock kind of term if I would right. be honest. Ugekud. Exactly. You hear exactly. that new Playboy Cardi record? That just doesn't <laughs> sound right, Doug. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, use the phrase ahead of its time. I did that. Well, I did that a lot. <laughs> in the first one. And it, when I listen to it again, please do not listen to that. I'm going to listen to it myself and then I'll delete <laughs> out the parts where it's just low-key, like, depressing therapy. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I said ahead of its time at least 50 times in the last episode. So I'm like, I need to not do that now. Yeah. So... Um, recite lyrics you got uh, name a specific type of drum machine I was hoping you'd talk like about 808. like 808s yeah, yeah. I should have um, you know I was going to be honest I was listening to it and it seemed a little uh, even though I said it's ahead of it's time it's still a little not as beefy as I thought it was because yeah. nowadays we're just beefing the hell out of the 808s yeah the 808 so. bass like drum <laughs> yeah another speaker warning <laughs> <laughs> um uh, bring up the Migos flow. I was hoping nah, maybe compare nah, it to nah, that. nah, 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 nah. Like Future and Migos are two separate entities, they are. and they need to stay. Like we, we shouldn't compare Future to Migos. We shouldn't compare Migos to Future. Yeah. Um, they are both pioneers in their own way. I just personally had a more um accessible introduction to Future than the Migos. Yeah. But respect for anyone getting into the, into trap through Migos. Respect for anyone getting into trap through Future. But comparing the two. Just doesn't seem right. Right. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. Say the word drink you got. Yeah. Uh, Mention hi hats. Uh, was one you did last time, but not this time. Yeah. I was having the trap hi hats, the eight oh eight. Uh, say the phrase Mike will made it. I didn't bring that one up, but we <laughs> no, we said it a lot. That a yeah. lot. Um, <laughs> describe a sound as hard you got. Okay. Uh, Mention a music video you got. Mention T Pain. You did not get. No. 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 I was hoping. Uh, I was gonna try. T Pain can actually sing. He can well. actually sing. That's yeah. true. I was gonna try and bait you because when you were saying talking about how Future couldn't sing, but he has these auto tuned whale noises, I was gonna try and be like, I was thinking about trying to be like, well, who are some artists who like can actually really sing? And, but still, I, but I thought that was a little yeah. too. No, man. for sure. Um, mention mumble rap. You did not. You did the first time, but not this time. Totally, totally. Um, use the phrase clean. You did not do. Mm-hmm. And then because uh, it's not a clean album. <laughs> <laughs> and then mention Kanye twenty twenty presidential sure. campaign. You did for sure, for sure. So that's it, dude. Nice, good stuff, good stuff. Thanks for having me. I hope this was as entertaining. I know I'm sober, but I'm still very passionate about the album. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you stop recording or no? Still, no, it's still recording. Still recording. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me. Um, hope this was as energetic as last time. I'll definitely edit the clips where I'm just wasted and put it in there. Yeah, you I'd know. love to throw some of that in yeah. here just to kind of give people a sneak peek of what it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, no, this this was a good episode. Dude. I mean, this I is still, I am very hungover, guys. Like, I am not sober, to say the least. You yeah. know, I'm just still still a little out of it. But this coffee hyped me up. I think this was a good show. Think Definitely, we, dude. Yeah. I, think, I think we said some good stuff here, man. Yo, follow um, this podcast. Follow Delta Dagger and everything. Yo, get those pillows. Get those coffee mugs. Buy enough pillows to make like a waifu out of them. That would yep. be sick. Oh, a yeah. Delta Dagger anime pillow. <laughs> I'll have to figure that one out. Um, you're actually not the first person to tell me to make those. I think Chris Sharma <laughs> uh, brought up Delta Dagger anime Wait, pillows. is he on a podcast? He hasn't been on the podcast. Oh, put him he, on a um, podcast. 
He oh he would actually be a great guest. Yeah, he would be an amazing. I wonder what album he would talk about. I have no idea, but huh. I I feel like he would pick something almost to like make a mockery of the podcast. But that's kind of exactly why I want to have him on. Right, here. right. Um, because I think that'd be highly entertaining. Totally. Um, but yeah, so uh, thank you for shouting my pod. Uh, don't forget redefining records, and then of course hit up yep. Jordan on YouTube, Jordan Barclay, uh, and uh, what else? Venison Vetogen. Yeah. Uh, sorry um was my uh band camp yeah venison veteran on band camp jordan barclay yeah. on youtube um that's it for this week guys uh have a happy uh what's gonna be eight weeks from now like valentine's happy day st patrick's day st patrick's day saint saint maybe. valentine's patrick's day let's just do that to be safe happy summer solstice maybe summer solstice <laughs> that's pushing it yeah um Wait, spring equinox, maybe. Spring equinox. Hopefully. Maybe. Dude, just like Halloween. Merry Christmas, bro. Happy Halloween. Happy, Merry Christmas. Happy, 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 ho- no. Can't, happy we, hana- holidays? Like, happy holidays? Happy holidays. Does holidays yeah, just fine. include everything? Let's just go with that. I mean, if it's a lowercase h, it, it includes exactly. every holiday. Yeah. Could be yeah. happy Halloween. Could be yeah, happy totally. Anything. Happy holidays with a lowercase h. Yo, happy um non-COVID day, because we will finish it by then. I know, dude. I really hope COVID's gone by then. <laughs> Not it a won't chance. Be. Okay. If but. this gets released in 2023, maybe. Okay, but, yes. Uh, all right, everybody have a good uh, day. Good, good night, weekend, evening, good night, day. Whatever it is. Woo! Adios. We'll see you next time.